Hello, this is Inner Circle, the dedicated podcast to The Circle, the brand new reality TV show on Channel 4. I'm Jim and that's Ant. Or am I just pretending to be? And we're going to get you up to speed with everything that happened in the last episode of The Circle. In fact, we're going to do all that in just 30 seconds as Ant summarises... The Circle in 30. So Jennifer left and chose to meet Janelle on the way out, which is a real relief to everybody in the house because they're all a bit tense about meeting a real person. Dan set up a group chat for the boys called MDF, not just a type of wood, but also their initials. I suggest that next time they get Sean, Aiden and Dan to set up a group and call it sad. And we got a new player in the house. So as far as everybody knows, there are now eight people in the circle, although... Uh, there are now actually 11 by my final count because Sinead is pretending to be her own grandfather called Christopher and Freddy wants to smoke his pipe. Are we counting the turtle as a person? Is Fiji a person in your maths? Well, you've, well, because you've got you've got Janelle and Santana who nobody knows about. Yeah. You've got uh, Kate who is actually really Alex who nobody knows about. And yeah. you've got Sinead who's also Christopher that nobody knows about. If we add Fiji in, that brings us up to 12. There's loads to talk about there, not least the vegan salad, which we'll get into very, very soon. And it was a busy old episode in the circle as well. But first, we're going to pick our favourite tweets from today's episode. And have you got one? Yeah, this one relates to the game that Sean got them all to play, uh, which was while they were having a little party. She said, could you describe your sex life in a movie? A game which Aidan found too difficult to play along with. Um, but my, uh, but James at ginger underscore James was playing along at home and he suggested gone in 60 seconds. Oh no, wait. Nice. <laughs> uh, what about you? What did you spot? Um, well, I want to know what your describe your sex life in a movie title is first. <laughs> I think I'd have to go for no country for old men. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go with my tweet of the week. At Welsh Gas Doc said, hashtag the circle is on now. A bunch of chances pretending to be something they're not and saying things that don't necessarily believe in order to win the approval of disinterested audiences. Then it's time for BBC Question Time. Um, can, can I, I was going to say, the, the only, I was trying to think of a film that I could do for my sex life and then the only film I could think of was the one I was going to watch this weekend, which is The Predator. <laughs> we shouldn't put that in. Let's talk about this week's episode because there was a lot going on. Not least, I finally realised how people communicate with things like Alexa. They just shout slowly at it. People treat Alexa and stuff like that like they're ordering a beer in a Spanish bar. Two cervezas, por favor. <laughs> which is really weird and disconcerting to watch as well. I, I want Amazon now to revoice uh, Echo and give you the option to have Manuel from Faulty Towers answer your phone. <laughs> I'd have that feature. That'd be great. So in this episode, it all kicked off with Jennifer leaving. And the big tease from episode two was she got to meet one person before she went. Do you think she made the right choice? I think it was a really nice choice, actually. I think it raised an interesting question as well, because um, I, I think it made the game a bit more interesting because Janelle suddenly thought, I'm going to have to be a bit more clever about what I'm doing and maybe have a bit of a game plan. And she's decided not to tell everybody that Jennifer came to see her. She had a game plan from the start, though. Her game plan was, I'm not going to tell anyone about my kids. And episode one and two, fine. Episode three, she's told, told, she's told two people. <laughs> 
She's told Dan and she's told Jennifer that she's now got a little babber, which is a lovely little babber, but her game plan's gone to pot, surely. Yeah, but I have to say that Dan seemed to figure it out before she even told him. So Dan's got something going on there. Dan seems to know something, something's up there. He's got some kind of gift mm. for reading people. I also think it's slightly weird that Janelle has this massive issue with people not being honest in that house. She's complaining that people might be lying and she's double guessing all the time. Yeah, she's the one who's keeping the most secrets. She's got the child she's keeping secret. She's keeping the fact that Jennifer visited her at the end secret. So sure, there's some double standards going on there. Well, the, the thing is, what, what we've really learned about this episode is it's been a nice mix of truth and lies because you've got Janelle actually going out and telling the truth to somebody. Uh, and then at the other end, you've got Alex, who's such a good liar. He's actually got a little black book of tips for when he gets stuck. And this is the first time we've seen him use it. But he's so into it. I'm actually starting to think that the reason why Alex is so good at being Kate is that Alex is Kate. You know the way in that movie Psycho where he plays, you know, he's always saying, oh, my mother's really controlling. And it turns out <laughs> his mother's been dead for six years and he just dresses up in her dress and wears a wig. Do you think Kate's going to be in a rocking chair in one of the other rooms? Well, here's the thing, right? So if you're looking on social media, the channels are being controlled by friends and family of the people doing it. Now, I've, I've, I have to admit, I've not looked into this because I've just thought of it. But who's actually looking after Alex's channel? Does Kate really exist? You know, can, can somebody just please, if you know Kate, can you just check on her and make sure she's all right? Incidentally, I think Alex, when he was asked the film that should describe his sex life, he should have said Mrs. Doubtfire. Just a little, a little clue there of men pretending to be women. Ah, okay. But then that's, I, oh. I think he, he's, he's too nervous to do that kind of thing. It might give it away early doors. Obviously, the big news was the new player entering the circle. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, I think it's time to bring in tonight's guest. So tonight's special guest is a self-confessed Channel 4 addict and super fan. It is Ruby. Evening, Ruby. Hi. So do you like everything? Do you like anything that goes on Channel 4? Is it like, right, I'm in, this is for me? No, not everything. I like more of the um, kind of braver stuff like this right. is something that's kind of playing with people's minds it's quite it's quite a it's not just a uh kind of typical reality it's more think it's more something for the thinker you know um they're kind of playing the game but also it's playing with their minds as well it's and it's also it's also dealing with futuristic technology and Things like that, you know. Channel Four do a lot of brave stuff. They they kind of look to open people's minds. I think that's mm. what what I like about them. So pushing boundaries is kind of what you like about what yeah. they do, and what you like about this show as well. Yeah, exactly. So how are you finding the circle so far? What were you? episode three? Episode I think three. was tonight. Are you instantly into it, or has it been a bit of a grower as it gone on? It's been a grower. I mean, you get invested in stories as you keep on watching. Um, you know, first episode, I wasn't so sure of it. I, you know, watching people scream at a, a screen, just shouting emojis and whatever. It's a bit like <laughs> um, <laughs> winking face, you know. 
I'm not sure I wanted to watch that, but then episode two, you got into the story, you know, people getting blocked, people that hang out. That was mm. really interesting. What I thought was really interesting tonight, what I really liked about tonight's episode was, as you say, episode one was people shouting at a TV screen and shouting winky face or monkey covering his ears or whatever it is they were deciding <laughs> to use that day. But this one, we started to see relationships develop a little bit and those stilted conversations that seemed very unnatural at first you can see people actually kind of opening up to each other dan and giselle and the baby talk we had at the end of the episode where she opened up to him about having a baby in the apartment those relationships are developing over social media now aren't they i agree i agree and those are you know janelle and dan i i really wanted them to be a part a thing but i think dan's a bit immature for her and, mm. But I like the whole Aiden and Mitchell thing. They seem really cute together. And, you know, he's started flirting. I mean, it's on TV. You've got to think about that. And he's starting saying <laughs> things, you know, it's just that her reactions were so cute. Like she's like, she's like giggling in the bed. That was like, that was, that seemed really genuine, actually. Who for you is playing the game best so far? Oh, it's got to be Alex, aka Katie, doesn't it? He's just, yeah. he's turning into a girl as well, saying, oh, that's so fleek and whatever. He's, like, surprising himself <laughs> at how girly he is. Oh, I hardly do either. <laughs> <laughs> What's impressive about Alex, a.k.a. Kate, is the amount of research she's done, I think. And we had Jennifer, who did zero research into her role as a doctor, which surely, if you're going to pretend to be a doctor, you need to do a bit of research into that. And then you have our new addition who is Christopher, the uh, antiques dealer, Sinead, who's actually yeah. Sinead from Wales, who appears, like, her research into being a 65-year-old antiques dealer appeared to be three cuttings out of a newspaper <laughs> about antiques. So, I mean, the homework that Alex has put on, that's paying off, and it could pay off in the long run, do you reckon? I think so. I think he's... Oh, well, I mean, he's obviously with his girlfriend 24-7, so he's kind of... Uh, that kind of energy that kind of persona has seeped into him somewhat you know they're mm. close you know I think he could understand what how she would talk how what she would go through her head more because he's so close with her whereas like I'm just reading I'm just reading that Sinead's um profile now on if you've got Channel 4 Press then you just, she's talked about uh she's done a lot of homework like She's got a whole dossier. She's got written down a notebook of research, family timelines, details of what he, what his, her granddad eats and things like that. It's wow. Just, yeah, it's quite... They do quite in-depth things like to do all this, but I, I don't know, sometimes they just forget. Sometimes they just slip up Yeah. like Jennifer did. Ruby, <laughs> thank you for your time. Thanks for coming on, telling us what you make of The Circle so far. We'll let you get back to your... Uh, aspirations of being a Channel 4 brand ambassador but pick a winner before you go who do you think is going to come out out of the contestants we've got so far obviously it could be someone else that comes in that ends up winning this but who's in there so far who do you think is going to win I'm going to say Kate but I want Janelle to win because she's more genuine Ruby cheers enjoy the rest of the show thank you thank you We've not talked about the big issue yet which is the introduction of Sinead we'll do that very soon but first the other issue from today that we need to touch on was the vegan salad gate. Yes. I mean, firstly, it, it seems that none of those contestants can cook. Freddie, 
said he cooked bacon. That's not a meal. <laughs> Dan made a fruit salad. And then Sean made a vegan salad. You're vegan. What's a vegan salad? I think Dan had a really good point. It's just basically salad. You kind of have to add something to it to make it not vegan. I mean, obviously there are Caesar salads, so you have chicken in that, and you can have chicken salad, and you can have eggs and all these different things to it. So, and I suppose the dressing is a factor. So she has got a point, but then she let herself down by saying she's transitioning to being to vegan, which makes it sound like it's much more of a a socially brave thing to be doing than it is. Yeah, I'm going to be uh, coming out as vegan in the next few weeks. It was a ridiculous thing to say. She was just doing what all vegans do, is that crowbar no, that they are no, vegan. No, into no, 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 no. You see, this is the thing. I am vegan. So you can tell I knew that she wasn't a real vegan because it's taken her to the third show to tell everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Right, before we go, let's talk about the new member of the house very quickly, and we'll touch a bit more on this on tomorrow's show when we're going to look at all the players that are currently still in the game. But we have Sinead, who is posing as her 65-year-old antiques dealer granddad called Christopher. What are we making of Sinead so far? Well, I was a bit confused when I saw the stuff going around on social media before the episode because I thought it was actually the other way around and I thought it was a 65-year-old man going in pretending to be Sinead. And mm. I thought, well... Which feels much worse, doesn't yeah. it? But then I thought, well, how's that going to happen? Because, to be honest, that's not that different from my dad's age and my dad can just about do YouTube, right? He can't even use his phone properly. So I was like, there's no way he's going to be able to do that. But actually, now that she's gone in, I think my dad would be better at playing Sinead than Sinead is at playing herself, playing somebody else. It's an incredibly difficult thing to pull off. Anyone who has ever gone out at a works do and there's been the 18-year-old intern there and you're sitting there at 38, 20 years age difference, you know how different those two ways, those two age groups communicate is. Completely different frames of reference, completely different topics of interest. It's going to be a tough one to pull off that, isn't it? Yeah, and as we've seen, Alex is the master of it. But obviously, nobody's got any idea that that's what Alex is doing. Alex has got a real skill and possibly, you know, more than an actual skeleton in a closet, the body of Kate in his wardrobe back home. Um, but th that shows you the depth that you've got to go into it as well. And I think that's, I think eventually he will come unstuck. I think uh, you're going to find uh, Janelle wanted to confide in somebody i think that urge will be very strong so at some point uh unless somebody comes to visit him i think alex will break eventually but i can't see sinead lasting past the weekend and on that bombshell that's all we've got time for tonight on Inner Circle. We'll be back tomorrow where we're going to do a little preview of all the players that are still in the game. If you want to listen to that, make sure you subscribe to this podcast now, however you listen to podcasts, and we'll deliver it to you straight into your ears as soon as it's ready. And if you want to join us on the show, uh, drop us a little tweet. Follow us at The Circle Pod. And we're off now to have a house party on our own wearing nothing but hats. Bye.